Hey friends, tune in on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. on Business Connections with Anita and learn about business owners and their products and services. Join us. Thanks for being here. Um, we want folks to sit back and listen to our wonderful guests today. Grab a cup of coffee. Find your chill spot. I know you can't do that if you're driving folks that are out there. But, uh, you know, you can uh, listen to us. And we got some great information. And uh, we got Rough Riders in here. Yeah, we got some great guests today. Yeah. Yep. And I took over and I, I took away your opening comments. So, that's okay. You know, you, right. he's all, that's okay. <laughs> you can just do it. <laughs> no, but this show was created uh, to bring, to give back to my community is what I wanted to do. I wanted to bring businesses on, being a business owner in the past and knowing how valuable advertising is and how expensive it is. I wanted to give back and help folks in my community and that's why I have this show to bring you on and share with friends. And I have friends all over this world. I do, I have a couple new friends. Uh, Coy Collins out there in Wisconsin. He uh, chitty chatted with me and I invited him to watch our show. And I also have Luis Moyer over there in Cocoa Beach, Florida. What a fun place that would be. I've been there once or twice. Um, thank you guests for being here this morning. Welcome. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. Glad to be here. Rough Riders, what do you got going on? You've been so busy. I've been extremely busy, but in a good way. So uh, we've got uh, a few new, uh, what we dub, unadoptables. These are dogs that need a little extra help getting out there, finding their forever homes. Um, the good news is Blue is getting adopted uh, Friday. Uh, Casper is being adopted next week. And uh, we have a new dog named Duke, who is a Siberian Husky mm. uh, looking to be rehomed. He is energetic and fun and young. He's about four years old and uh, looking for a home with an active family, either a big yard that he can run and play in or somebody who goes uh, hiking or, you know, is just an outdoors person. Uh, probably not best with smaller animals, not that he is vicious, it's just he loves to play so much that he doesn't understand his own size and strength, but uh, he is just a, a great dog. And uh, people can learn more about him, see all of our other adoptable dogs at uh, roughriders.org forward slash unadoptables. Uh, in addition to that, we are raising money for two of our big program initiatives. Uh, the first one is our transport fleet program. We're looking to get uh, two uh, commercial vans that are upfitted with kennels so we can go out, pick up more dogs, make longer runs, uh, and have them available in the case of an emergency. And uh, we are well on our way to raising money, as I mentioned in last week's show. Uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka was generous enough to provide a $10,000 uh, match so that uh, the next $10,000 that we raise, they will match that dollar for dollar. Awesome. And people can learn more about that program at roughriders.org forward slash transport. The other program we have mm -hmm. is our school education program. Uh, transport is basically a band-aid to the issue of overcrowding. Uh, to get to the root of the problem, to really fix it, is education, getting kids involved. Kids are the drivers of adoptions. And uh, so we're putting together a program that teaches kids about rescue, the benefits of spay and neuter, how to approach unfamiliar dogs, and a lot more in a way that they'll retain it and, uh, you know, hopefully drive some change in the coming gener generations. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, you got anything else you want? Well, trivia is picking up next month, right? It is. We didn't do it this month, uh, but it is picking up next month. Uh, We're getting more and more people involved. So it's going to be not only Noble Pie, but uh, Pinion, who is the um, wine, spirits, and and beer establishment next door. And uh, Tito's, who uh, gave us the transport grant, they are also sponsoring the event as well. So we'll have some great Tito's prizes and uh, some Tito's cocktails as well. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've had some people reach out to me that I know personally um, to get some help for different things. And since I'm in the world of radio and uh, live on Facebook and stuff, I want to share this information. I have some friends in Syracuse, Indiana. Uh, their granddaughter has been accepted in New York for a culinary arts school. And... Uh, Peggy, the grandmother, I know through doing her nails, and she has been hearing impaired most of her life, I believe, or all of her life. And so they're kind of retired now, and they don't have a lot of funds. Uh, They want to send their granddaughter to New York. So they've started a GoFundMe, and you can find that information on afdesigns.online. That's my website. And I put a link on there because I don't know why, but the GoFundMe was a million miles long for a link, and it's too hard to project over the air or whatever. So I just direct people to my website, make it easy. I've added all of my guests' website onto my website. So if you're listening to this broadcast and want more information about them while we're talking, you can visit their website through mine, afdesigns.online. And Jake Jimrick out there in uh, Warsaw, Indiana, is in need of a kidney. And we helped a a local gentleman out in Dayton with some fundraisers and uh, getting his information as a live interview on Facebook. And he has gone through the transplant and is on his healing. So we just always think of David out there in Dayton. But now it's time to try and help Jake. Uh, He is on the Minnesota and the Indiana uh, kidney donor list. If anybody out there is listening or is interested in being a donor, you can do that. Um, You can contact me. I'll give you more information. Anita at americamatters.us. And we're down to the last few seconds, but I want to mention Willow Bill. There's going to be a fundraiser. I believe it's August 3rd from 10 to 6 to help him with his uh, chemo treatments. He has stage 4 colon cancer, and he has been a huge supporter of business connections with Anita from the beginning. We've been on the air a year. Thanks to you guys out there in listener land and uh, Facebook land. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Wynema Ranch Wild Horse Sanctuary, a preserve dedicated to keeping America's wild mustangs and burros running free. Wynema Ranch, 29 miles north of Reno near Hallelujah Junction. An amazing sight to visit. Over 130 of God's majestic animals at home on the range. Experience the beauty and wonder. Give at WynemaRanch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A Ranch.com or call 775-384-4444. Wynema Ranch. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty and 
sadly in 09. It was sparks from me. Your handy chains. Dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. You're invited to join Business Connections with Anita every Wednesday from 10 to 11 a.m. here on 1180 a.m. KCKQ America Matters. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita. It airs every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on 1180 a.m. KCKQ America Matters. Uh, we are here with some great guests today. Um, we have, looking through my notes here, uh, Felicia Keith-Jones from Highmark Distillery, owner of Glory Cloud Coffee, Scott Coleman, and April Woodward from Puffles and Pastries. And Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Turn it back over to you, Anita. Great. Um, I'd like to start off with you, Felicia, right? Felicia? Felicia. Felicia. Uh-huh. Um, you said it was an Irish, how you pronounce your name? It is. Yeah. That's uh, really unique. I really like your name. Uh, can I do. I, li- I just, um, I like different ways of pronouncing stuff and spellings. Um how would you um, like to start off this morning? Oh, I'm a, all of a sudden my brain went fog. <laughs> so that's good because now we can laugh about it and we can move on. <laughs> uh, can you tell me a little bit about your background? I saw on your website a little bit about Alaska. It's a whole it's lot a, about, about Alaska, Alaska. probably on there. Yeah. yeah. Tell me so, a little bit about that. All right. Um, I grew up in Colorado on a ranch and then came to um, Alaska because I had a sports scholarship, so I had a full ride up there, um, and then stayed and uh, got my degree, well, two different degrees in education, and so became a teacher up there, and I taught in the bush of Alaska, which means um, there's absolutely no road coming in or out, so you fly in or you take a boat, and um, so mostly I had Eskimo children, um, lots of Athabascan Indians as well, and so those were very interesting populations that were very um, remote, and I definitely learned more than I ever taught out there. And then um, that led to becoming, um, working for an aviation company that was in the bush. Um, so I did co-piloting of uh, different bush planes um, for excursions and um, mountain climbs of Mount Denali. We'd do base camps um, for different um, hunters and fishermen and rafters that would come in from all over the world. And anyway, that's how I then um, met a family that was from Ireland. And I'm half Scottish, half Irish. So that was, you know, they thought I was one of them. <laughs> Honestly, I had never been over there in my life. Right. And um, so anyway, um, they were three generations of Irish uh, family that had come over, the Shanahans. And um, so it was the grandfather, the adult father, and then the adult son that were all traveling together. And um, they had terrible weather during the summer while they were out there. And so in Alaska, it can change in three seconds. And we had um, an eight-day window for them to take a rafting trip um, down the Yukon-Kuskokwim River. So they were going to start in the Yukon and then um, come on through, which is quite the river. And um, they needed pretty much perfect weather to be able to do this. And it just did not cooperate. We had this the crazy you know, if anyone's gone up there and visited, <laughs> we have crazy side winds. We have um, rain that comes in sideways. And <laughs> we had planes that were hopping up and down on the tarmac. And so they weren't able to take off at all. And so then I just became very good friends with them. And um, as luck would have it, they asked if I would ever consider swapping homes. Um, they would like to take a, a 
home that I had in another town um, to do a little more fishing since their trip was cut short and wanted to know if I would like to take their seaside village cottage for as long as I would like in Ireland. I said, why, yes. <laughs> so, anyway, after all of that, um, moved the family over there and we stayed for a bit and I, um, they were a distilling family and I was absolutely in love with their art form and got to study over there. So that's how it all how started. Amazing. Yeah. What a wonderful thing. All these different hats and where one opportunity led into another. And I think it's important to stay open to opportunity. Always say yes and then figure out how to do it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you seen that movie, Yes Man? with uh, Jim Carrey? Yeah. yeah. I haven't yet. I need oh, to. It's a, good oh yeah. one. it's a good one. Yeah. I could see myself in some of those situations from saying yes on that movie. <laughs> uh, uh, can you run to us through the process of creating spirits? I sure can. It's pretty involved. Um, I'll just do the, the little the short highlights. version. Yeah. yeah. So probably the first thing that um, you need to do is catch the bug. So it truly is an art form um, mixed with a lot of science. And um, so being careful about what you do is always important. However, have fun with it and get creative. So one of the first things that I did was um, in Ireland, um, got to see some of the greats, um, and how they put together the old school, um, traditions of, of doing the distilling. Mm -hmm. And I also learned that it's, it's not a hurry up and rush and get your volume out there. It's a, let's take our time and, and how can we bring in our family tradition and are we loyal to this grain? And is the, you know, is this flavor going to represent your family? <laughs> and like, there's so much to it. And I thought, holy smokes, I, you know, I didn't realize what I was getting into because there will never be a moment when I've learned everything about my craft, um, which is delightful because I, I absolutely love um, having no ceiling. You know, right. there's never going to be a moment where I travel somewhere else in the world and um, you don't see a spirit that's been made there, like an old, old, old mead recipe or, <laughs> you know, they've made it out of willow bark because they wanted to, you know, right. like whatever it might be. But everywhere in the world, there happens to be a, a spirit of some sort that has been crafted. And so anyway, um, for me, I decided on my grains. So I, um, ours are spring white wheat, which is a specific wheat, um, that is harvested only in the spring, um, to bring out a certain flavor that we're looking for. And so I think it tastes like almonds. Um, the judges think it tastes like butterscotch. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm not as sophisticated <laughs> as their palate is. But, but we've had fun with it. And so there's um, warehouses where you can go and test grains. And you seriously have to chomp on the kernels and decide which little grain kernels are the perfect one for you. So I got about five bins in and decided, okay, there are hundreds of bins. And I'm not going to have any molars left if I right. keep doing this. So I just picked the one that I thought was the best out of those five. But you can go on for forever deciding mm -hmm. your grains we also do um 100 um corn mash for our for our moonshine products and so we use a sweet corn which is grown in just specific areas of the united states so it's not the corn that you would do for fodder for um cattle or pigs it is um a sweet corn that is specific for uh, beverages mm -hmm. and so anyway we picked our grain then you um go ahead and malt it and then you put it through the mill so you're you're crushing the grain um after it's dried and um cracking it open basically is what right. you're doing and then um you're putting it in, into a, a big kettle so all day long I'm cooking and um <laughs> basically it's just with uh, larger kettles and um so for the pot still if you're going to be making a moonshine with the sweet corn we'll do that one um because each one's a different process right but um you're doing a mash and so what that means is you're adding yeast water and your corn and so the entire building smells like cornbread being baked, which is delightful. Oh, and yes. then, yeah. And then um, you're going to, uh, there, you're letting it ferment for a bit. Mm -hmm. So you've got a few days there where you're keeping it at a certain temperature so that um, you can bring out the, you're converting it basically to a sugar. Um, and then you're going to go ahead and do a um, strip um, run, meaning you're, you're pushing it through the stills as fast as you can um, for without cutting for the first um for the first run because what you're trying to do is get out all the solids like mm -hmm. you don't want um any particles in there uh you're also trying to bring it up to a certain alcohol level um rather than just water and mash right and um you don't want to chew your alcohol <laughs> it's no. not desirable okay. <laughs> <laughs> those are granola bars <laughs> yeah so anyway um after you're finished with that first run, then we um, go ahead and stick it through a second run. And so the first time when you're coming through, depending on the equipment, so a pot still you're at about mm, 60%, um, or excuse me, 60 proof. And then you're um, 
going to be putting it back through if you're doing a column still which would be vodka you can do moonshine in there as well um then you're going to be coming out at about a hundred um proof and then that means you're not up to not up to the level you want yet mm. so you're going to stick it back through and or at least we do um there are many different variations to come up to the the proof that you want but ours comes out of the stills at a um Usually a 198, wow. so right in that window, which is pure, pure alcohol. Mm -hmm. And you would never drink that. That's not something that you would do at all. So then you've started, um, once your distillation is taking place, what you're doing is bringing it back down to proof. So when people say, whoa, that's a high proof, you should have seen it before. <laughs> right? We brought it down, so it was nice <laughs> to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, um, our, our spirits vary from um, our lowest is a, 25% or excuse me, a 12.5% alcohol, which is a 25 proof, which is a very light, um, beverage all the way up to the, um, 90, uh, proof, which is the moonshine that's straight moonshine. And, um, that's pretty much the process. There okay. are so many variations to it. What is yeah. your most popular product? Applejack. And that's a category of its own. So, um, it's kind of like saying gin or, um, vodka it's just mm. a thing it's mm. its own thing and so um it started it started out as a scottish hard spirit and um then the irish borrowed it in and um that was very popular in early america before the prohibition in the 1920s mm -hmm. because um it was one of the um it's a time-consuming process but it also helped with any um of the different harvests for any fruits that if you didn't want them to go to waste and just fall off the trees and rot on the ground this is a great way to preserve it. So we're kind of like canning and preserving. Right. <laughs> it's just a different, it's a liquid method. Right. And um, so anyway, the Applejack is uh, my family's secret recipe um, out of Scotland. And I'm the first relative in America to be making it. And there are, as far as I know, four of us that make a true Applejack in the U.S. right now. And it's becoming more popular. But it's, um, it's a fascinating process um, where you barrel it and you're using the cold um, from nature to, to bring it up to proof and all kinds of different things. But um, it seems to be probably our uh, most popular because it's the most unusual. Okay. And then the Blueberry Cobbler Moonshine has really taken off as well. Oh, good. Do you have any events real quick planned in our community? or We do. Okay. So um, We have about 37 seconds. If we don't right. get through all of it, we'll get it on the way in. No problem okay. at all. Yep. So Alaska, um, if anyone's listening from up there or <laughs> going to be traveling up there, we have lots of... I have uh, listeners in Alaska, a lot awesome. of them actually. We have cruise ship traffic that comes to our distillery there. So it'll um, it's in Kenai, Alaska, and... Um, you can come by and visit the um, Cannery Lodge uh, next door, and we are um, we're located right next door to, uh, with our distillery, and it's a beautiful um, four-star resort that's fun for people to to travel to. But here in Reno, um, we have three different things that are coming up. So okay, we're going to catch those on the way back, folks. Absolutely. Stay with us after this break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Shane from the Shane and Boone Show. Uh, no, it's not. Sorry, the Boone and Shane Show. Bro, you in the Navy, right? That's why you're getting it wrong. It's American Warfighter Radio. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. Sorry. Tune in today from 1 to 3 as Boone and I take our shenanigans to the radio live for your listening pleasure. That's right. We'll be giving you all the information locally and internationally from the warfighter perspective so you can use those answers in your life. We're also going to be bringing on guests, so make sure you're tuning in every Wednesday. You know the show's over when you hear Boone say, all the way. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702 562 1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. 
Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. This is Sharon Oran with Coffee with Sharon. Remember, Thursday, 5 p.m., I'll be here. Will you? Brought to you in part by Michael's Reno Power Sports. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita. If you can't listen to the whole show today, that's okay. You can always find the podcasts on americanmatters.us under the podcast tabs. Just look for Business Connections with Anita or on any of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, so on and so forth. Uh, Of course, you can always find us on YouTube and Facebook Live as well. Uh, We are always looking for donations, so if you're looking to sponsor the show, you can do so through afdesigns.online. We've had a a great conversation so far with Felicia Keith-Jones from Highmark Distillery, and uh, she was going to give us some more of her uh, event info before we went to the break. Yeah, and then we'll get on to our next guest after that. Sounds like a plan. You can go ahead and take it away and let us know what you have going on in our community. Okay, sounds great. Um, For Reno, this is our production facility, so this is going to be the the largest um, distillery. And uh, September 25th is going to be our market blitz. And what that means is that um, we are going to be uh, blasting it out to the community of uh, how to get our products and how to taste them and um, where we're available at. And then October 25th will be our grand opening and for Reno. And November 25th, Tentatively, we're planning our um, barrel filling and private tasting party. So okay. now, now I, I heard you guys talking over there, and I probably should have asked you this, but how did you get from Alaska to Reno? <laughs> I um, <laughs> have very dear friends that uh, one of them was raised here, and the rest of us all went to college together or, or um, taught together afterwards, uh, okay. right after college. And anyway, they uh, absolutely loved the Reno area, and we had only come for the rodeos before, mm-hmm. uh, my whole family rodeos. And so we were... Uh, coming down to visit and only saw a small portion of Reno and they said, but come on now, you know, like it's starting to be quite the hub for businesses. Like, why don't you go ahead and look into that? Um, And the truth is, is that we had so many clients that were um, customers up in Alaska that had come up on the cruise ships when they got home. And this was from all over the world. But when they got home, they were requesting for us to send bottles. And we were thinking, holy smokes, we just sent everything up to Alaska to produce because we don't grow apples. We don't have, you know, the the products that we need. And so we ship everything in, which is extremely expensive, and then produce in Alaska and then ship it all right back down. Like, are we really thinking this through very well? Yeah, double doing. Yeah. So then it started to um, become an idea that what if we put a production facility in the Reno area and absolutely love it. There are so many similarities between the the Reno Tahoe area and Alaska with the mountains and the the lakes Mm -hmm. and the rivers. And, you know, honestly, I think it's a hidden secret and I probably shouldn't have said it was such a great place. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to go through another growth. (laughs) (laughs) But it's gorgeous here. And we're so glad that we did move. Well, we thank you so much. And how can folks reach out to you if they need to? All right. Um, We're on Facebook with Highmark Distillery. Also um, the website. So that's highmarkdistillery.com. 
and um, you are welcome to reach out um, to me personally through the, there's a sales button on there, mm -hmm. but if you want to just add any messages and you have any questions or um, just want to visit about distilling, I have come up with the most amazing humans that have, um, you know, they've got a granddad that used to distill or they, you know, their uncle did and they say, oh, we've got a little bit of that in the family and you know it was them. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I love hearing uh, different recipes and different ideas of the way people have, have created and done it throughout the years and throughout the different regions of our our country and the world so I absolutely encourage them to contact me awesome folks you heard that and if you if you can't remember all this information it is on afdesigns.online as well so if you have trouble remembering I know when you get all these websites in your head while you're driving right <laughs> it can be a little difficult but uh, we have Scott Coleman over here Good from morning. Glory Cloud Coffee nice to have you thank you I, nice I don't to think be here. I got my cup of coffee over here We'll see if we can mic yeah. work for you. There you go. Yeah, look at that. This it's is a nice still hot oh, so Columbia good. de Huila. Ooh. It scores about an 87, 88. Coffee scores similar to wine, just not as high. Okay. And tell us a little bit about your background. I am all over the place. I have an electrical engineering computer science degree from UNR. And then I became a Christian in the middle of the schooling and decided I didn't want to be an engineer. So I went to Chicago and went to Deerfield and got a Master's of Divinity. All my kids were born there. Then I moved back here in 98 and worked as a pastor, worked in IT consulting for the BLM. And then uh, my brother bought some car dealerships. So the last <laughs> seven, eight years I was working with Mercedes-Benz oh. and became master certified there and loved that. And then... Uh, a big corporation came in and gave him a check for an offer he couldn't refuse, and I didn't want to stay with the corporate world with the way they ran it versus a local family-owned type thing mm -hmm. and uh, wanted to start something new. So I actually got kicked. My brother said, why don't you go start something and pushed me off the cliff. So this is my first time starting a business at about 52 when I started it, and just turned 54 last week, so the company is about two years old, and we do coffee roasting and loose leaf tea, and we're all over town and in the convention centers and working on getting to, into some casinos, and we're doing a project with Felicia that's still kind of a secret. Oh, I like so secrets. So we're, we're all over well, the place. I like business connection between a distillery and a coffee roaster. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. Irish coffee? <laughs> ah. So how did you go from car business to coffee? Other than I was looking you to start need a something lot of coffee new. in the car business, <laughs> and it's usually very bad coffee that you get in uh, the car business because it's just the uh, dark stuff that people think is more caffeinated, which is a lie. There's not more caffeine in the darker roast things. There's actually, um, well. There's all kinds of myths and strange things about coffee that I had no idea, but I went to Portland with my wife to visit our daughter and remembered that a buddy of mine was there from Reno and he was working as a coffee roaster for a large company up there and conversations started, had many, many conversations and asked him what we would do different because there's a whole bunch of people doing coffee. There's one 30 feet away from us right now yes who does his own roasting and has his own coffee shop so i said what would we do different than everybody else he sent me this six page single space document and 95 percent of it was about how you treat your staff and i said that's exactly why i want to start a new company i want to do something where you treat people with honor and respect and you give them the best product that you can that is a very valuable product so our motto is honor all and honor means respect people and give them the best valuable product that you can possibly give. So I snagged him, pulled him back to Reno. He's from here. I actually worked with his mom at Grace Church for a couple years. And uh, he's uh, the coffee and tea wizard. And then I was able to snag a couple people from Mercedes-Benz <laughs> to come over and work with me. And both of them are from Alaska. So we've Good got people. all kinds of stuff in common around here. Yeah. Serendipity. Yeah. So they, they love it. It was really about finding the right people. The product was kind of an afterthought for me. I wanted to do something where I could unleash the passion in people to be the best that they could be and to free them up to do something they've never been able to do before where they were constricted in a job description. 
that never fits any human. Hey, Christian, we know that, don't yep. we? <laughs> Nobody fits in the puzzle. Yep. You're not a puzzle I, piece. I You're know. much bigger than that. You're actually the whole puzzle. So let me figure out how I can help you expand in that. And this young gal who's the daughter of my COO, she took over our social media a week after she came in to um, refinish our furniture. And we said, well, she's a millennial. She loves this stuff, so they don't let me touch social media. It all goes through her. Uh -huh. So you can find us at Glory Cloud Coffee on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. She's doing some Pinterest stuff, and she does all of that. And if I want anything posted, I have to ask them to do stuff. <laughs> so if you love our photos, it's all from Angelique. And her mom, Rhonda, is our COO, who was uh, – basically my boss at Mercedes-Benz. So I tell her, don't call me boss just because I'm the owner. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you wanted to um, to put your effort into people and and then the product does come out of that if you put your, you know, training. Mm -hmm. You know, you go into so many organizations nowadays and they just kind of throw you on the line. And then they're in the office writing you up because you didn't follow whatever, but you never got that information. Correct. You know, yeah. and we're, we're, it's just not like it was when I was growing up as a kid. You know, my dad worked for a printing company and he was there for 42 years. Mm. You know, he put and then, you know, he retired and went to another one and that company ended up buying that out. So they let him go. They walked him to the door and said, bye-bye. You know, and it, after all those years, you know, you can put all these years into something. But, you know, he sat there and told me, he said, you know, why did I do that? I, did, I missed time with my family. Right. You know, we, we have to find that balance. I feel, well, I'm an artist. I do all kinds of stuff. But, you know, I need that balance of not nine to five. I don't do well. <laughs> At all, being closed up in a room for all day long, I about go creepy crawly out of the room. <laughs> but uh, I like the fact that you want to help uh, to lay the groundwork for better workers in our future. Yes. And I love that you were a pastor. That's the all over the place. <laughs> I grew up near a seminary, uh, Grace College in Winona Lake, Indiana is where I grew okay. up. And uh, I used to ride my bike through the seminary all the time and see them studying. And uh, my robotics class is at uh, Multnomah. Okay. Um, and they are Christian-based and teach theology and different things. Right. So that's where I teach robotics in the afternoon. I know we have just – I know I yapped on. But we only have just a few seconds, so I'm letting the time run down a little bit. And you said Glory Cloud Coffee on Facebook, and you're all over. You're on Instagram, all those things too? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram has got like one less E, but it's Glory Cloud Coffee <laughs> everywhere. Okay. GloryCloudCoffee.com, you can find us. But um, Facebook's the quickest way through the message on there. Okay, great information. We'll be right back with Scott. We'll wrap up with him, and then we'll get to April. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. At a proper fit footwear in the Reno Town Mall, we've been accomplishing happy feet for over 30 years. We offer a various range of shoe styles and sizes for both men and women. From all-season shoes and orthotics to work boots and safety shoes, our professional and reliable staff possesses the knowledge to help you find the proper shoes to fit your needs. Hard to fit? Hard to find? A proper fit footwear is here to give our customers happy feet. We make people aware of potential foot problems as we're sizing their feet, suggesting the right arch support and guiding them to the proper shoes for their needs. Stop by a proper fit footwear at 4001 South Virginia Street in the Reno Town Mall today and allow the owner Mike Jones and our fabulous staff to find the perfect pair of shoes tailored to your specific needs. A proper fit footwear in the Reno Town Mall, the home of Happy Feet, where comfort and your feet meet. This is Clarence Collins, producer of Keith Gallagher Jr.'s music and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tune in every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. to hear Keith's music on the Music Path Show. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. 
Ponderosa Meats, the anchor of Midtown since 1954. USDA choice, USDA prime cut. Ponderosa grass-fed beef. Call 775-322-4063. Ponderosa Meats, tradition, quality, and prime service. Midtown Reno, experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has mom my. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Betty can't say that in reverse. Where can you go to get all your information from the warfighter perspective? American Warfighter Radio and American Matters Media with two military veterans, Boone Cutler and Shane Whitecloud. Today from 1 to 3, you'll get local and world news, information, and special guests live on American Warfighter Radio. This is Oliver X. And the G-Man. And Molly in the morning. Tune in to the Reno Town Tonight Show. Weekday mornings, 8 to 10 on AM 1180 KCKQ. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Thank you so much, friends, for staying with us. We are on the last segment of this show already. Christian, how does it go so quick? It's because we're having fun. That's right. We are having a good time. I'm having a wonderful taste of this coffee and uh, one of these days I'm going to get over there and get some Applejack. <laughs> Maybe put it in my coffee. Um, we want to wrap up with you, Scott. Uh, let's see, you, you do have some events coming up where your product's going to be? Well, we are always open to the public, even though we're a coffee roasting facility, okay. but we've got space for about 30 people to sit and about 60 to wander around so we can host your event that you want to do at our place. August 10th and Saturday morning, we have um, some friends that are Tesla fanatics. So we're hosting an electric cars event during hot August nights. Awesome. That's the only thing that's on the schedule. The rest of the things are we host a couple networking events there. There's a BNI group that meets at my place. I have Truckee Meadows networking too every um, Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. If people want to network some more and get some referrals, <laughs> yeah, my coffee wakes them up as you bat, bat your eyes Not at that. Not me at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody's looking to do some networking, they can connect with me. I've accidentally learned how to be really good at it. <laughs> awesome. Well, we like accidents like that, right? Yeah. That means uh, we followed the right path, I think, when they just kind of unfold in front of you. April Woodward. Hello. Puffles and pastries. Uh, welcome to our show. Thank you. And we're glad to have you. <laughs> we like goodies like you make. <laughs> Good to hear. What's your background? Um, I actually am a nurse. I've been a nurse for a very long time. And there came a point about 10 years ago when I was in management and I thought I did a good job, but I did not enjoy management. Um, I ran at one of the um, surgery centers here in Reno. And so to relieve all that stress of that, I was baking three and four things a night. And my husband looked at me and said, um, you either need to open a bakery or you need to get a different job. So we talked about it and he asked me, what would you really like to do? And after thinking, I said, I, I think I'd like to bake. Mm -hmm. So I left my job. I thought that it was a graceful way to exit because people thought I was crazy. Um, and I went to culinary school in Denver in 2010 and did, that was five months. I spent a month in Europe. I um, did a four-month internship in the Caribbean Fun. where I discovered I really didn't want to work at a restaurant. Um, <laughs> but came back here and actually was a personal chef for um, 
a good seven or eight years before I decided I wanted to just focus on baking. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing story. Mm. You, um, we all have a journey, don't we? And it doesn't come overnight. We just have to keep pursuing our yes. dream. Even though that negativity, I've been listening to some podcasts when I'm walking my dog and I'm really trying to pump in that positive energy and um, keep this negativity in the world out. And it takes a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. To, to keep focused. You can get distracted really easily in business, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And so it takes a lot to stay focused. And uh, some of those podcasts, uh, they were talking about the things that, like, you know, uh, some of the other people I've heard on there. It's a journey. And you have to be open to the journey mm-hmm. and, and get rid of the noise, I guess you would say. Get rid of the noise True. and stay with your goal. And I really like that, and that's what I, I don't know what my goal is. You know, you said, uh, uh, what is it you would really like to do? I can't even answer that question because, I don't know, I'm on a journey. Yes. And there's no map. So um, I'm glad to have you guys here to be on this journey with me. Uh, where can we find your goodies in Reno? I know you have some places that you I do. Um, actually, my biggest and first supporter is CC's Motor Coffee. They're at 131 Pine Street. Uh, they sell not only my pastries, but they were the first to carry my puffles, mm-hmm. which is a puff pastry-filled waffle that comes in a variety of flavors. So that's the best place if you want to try them. That sounds delicious. I know. When did we go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're open every day. Um, and then I also sell to Dark Shot Coffee, which is in the Renaissance. They buy pastries. And... Uh, Swill Coffee and Wine um, buys just the puffles. They uh, use someone else for all their pastries. And then I make bread. Um, I make uh, bread for not only CeCe's, but Anna's uh, Mexican Grill. Oh, nice. Now, what's your favorite to make? I like working with puff pastry. I um, have a a product that we just kind of coined pecan cinnamon rolls just because that's Mm. what people are <laughs> no, familiar with but they're actually a form of a sticky bun and I use puff pastry to make them so they're kind of flaky and gooey and sounds all wonderful. at the same time oh, it goes There's so good with my coffee right now <laughs> oh my stomach's going yum that sounds wonderful uh, I know you mentioned you're going through a rebranding mm-hmm. right now um, can you tell our listeners what they can expect in the future from this rebranding well, if you look on the website I currently have, it's April Cooks Tonight, and that um, the name reflected what I've done for the last eight years. And I'm rebranding into Puffles and Pastry um, because I would like to really push the Puffles product. Um, sometimes people look at it and say, oh, a waffle. I don't want that. But once they realize that there's actually something in it and that it's not always sweet, that sometimes it's savory, um, once they've tried it, they're hooked. Uh, and the rest is pastries of different kinds, uh, muffins and scones and cookies, and I make just about everything. Um, I share a space with a woman who specializes in custom cakes, so I have a tendency to stay away from the cakes and let her do that. But anything else you want, um, I can pretty much do. Awesome. I had a listener out here on Facebook. She's saying that she loves to have treats with her coffee. <laughs> and also, she wanted to know where where in Reno can she go and get a cup of your coffee? Can you repeat that for us? We're in all of the Waldens. We're in Pianissimo. Um, there's a brand new shop downtown called the Mugshot Coffee and Eatery. I've seen that. And actually, Scott from Dark Shot was over yesterday chatting, but he's still got somebody else in there. There's a couple other places. We're in the Giga Factory. We do all the concession stands, coffee in the convention center and the livestock event center. And we're in Patagonia for the employees out there. So oh. you have to actually work there. Work to there it. to get it. <laughs> well, maybe I can spoil her with a cup of coffee one of these days. She's a good friend of mine, and I see her off and on. So we'll have to go look up your coffee and give her a little taste of it. And... Um, I can't believe we're down to the last four minutes, April. Um, I'm going to, let's see. I have a quick question. Yeah, go uh, ahead. April, any plans to open a storefront, sell directly to consumers? Yes, or? we are working on that. Um, we probably will stay in the place that we're at, which is 9570 
South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 109. Um, and hopefully in the next few months, we will uh, have an actual bakery in there where people can come stop in and get coffee and buy pastries and puffles. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I know. Well, Thank you for stop asking. Yeah. Yes. Sweets are my kryptonite. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how can people contact you if they need more information? What's the best way? Um, either through my website or Facebook. Okay. Um, I'm also on Instagram and uh, um, Twitter. Okay. Think of that for a minute. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, there, there's a list now. It used to be just Facebook, and now it's grown to the, mm -hmm. the mega that it is, you know, and uh, learning how to use those tools. Um, I'm just, I'm, I overwrite, so I'm just going to ask you a couple fun questions for our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Felicia, right, Felicia? Correct. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Let's see, let's see, I have, uh, what advice would you give to someone wanting to start a business? All right, um, everyone always says make sure it's your passion, but truthfully, you're spending a majority of your day, and a, which ends up being a majority of your life, um, in that field. So make sure that you never get tired of it, and there's never a moment where you feel like you've done it all, learned it, you know, learned absolutely everything that you could, and there's nothing else to explore in that field. If you have, go ahead and switch. <laughs> I mean, this is a big, wide world full of experiences all the time. Right. Get you know, out of it if it's yeah, not for you. If you, you wake up every morning and you're like, yes, I get to do that. I can't really even call it a job because it's way too much fun. You know you're in your spot. And um, so anyway, make sure you're in that spot. And then... Um, treat it like a business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can't just decide early on, is this going to be my hobby or is this going to be a business? And mm -hmm. if it's a business, go ahead and get some systems in place, which aren't fun for the right. creatives. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Or, you know, don't concentrate so hard on the systems that you forget to have the creative side and to be exploring and trying new things and not worrying about if you, um, you know, mess up a few things. We have a lab at the distillery and Scott knows this. We've um, tested off all kinds of different flavor profiles and things that we thought, yes, this is going to taste amazing. Horrible. Mm -hmm. One of them being pickle shine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great idea. <laughs> Not so much for fly. the flavor. <laughs> so we'll either tweak it or throw it, you know, okay. but there's no harm, no foul. So we feel strongly that, um, you know, you've got to, you've got to be creating all the time. And, uh, if you're, if you're constantly on the edge of being uncomfortable, you're probably going to make it in business mm -hmm. because it's not a, if you, if you need more of a security and a, and a comfort zone, it might be best to work for a corporation or for a um, small business that's already established and you can add to their, um, you know, to their business and help them grow to amazing levels, but to be the business owner Make sure that you're a little bit comfortable with being um, on the edge of uncomfortable all the time because you're thrown so many different things daily that you didn't see coming that you you need to be able to handle. I have a few little uh, lapel pins here for you guys for America Matters. Thank you for being here today. And we can't wait to see how your businesses are going to flourish here. And folks, it's already time to go. We love you guys. We'll see you next week.